Hello, everyone, and welcome to In Her Space. I'm your host, Irene Waite. In Her Space is your source of inspiration for faith and spirituality, health, family, love and relationships, professional development, community, and just life. My desire with this podcast is to create a space for me, for you, for us, to share our perspective, to inspire one another, and to give voice to our experiences. We want to welcome you to our podcast. I know it's been a long time since you've heard from us, but we are so glad to come back. For those of you who are not aware, In Her Space is located in the Dayton, Ohio community. And since our last podcast, so many things have taken place in our community from the the closing of one of our main hospitals here, Good Samaritan Hospital, from uh, the KKK rally. And then we had the Memorial Day tornadoes. And then we experienced the tragedies of the mass shootings that took away nine beautiful lives. And so we are here just to just join in the unity of that's what's taking place throughout our community. And that's just to join in, to lift up Dayton and to, you know, be here and, and unify together. And I'm so glad to have an amazing guest here on our show on uh, the In Her Space podcast. We have uh, Lakeisha Hurd, and she's a community member. She is the visionary of Broken Beautifully, and also her her blog, Broken Beautifully. It is an amazing journey of her life and what she's been through. And this is not Lakeisha's first time on the In Her Space podcast, so you can check her out in the previous podcast that we've had her on. But she's here to talk about her upcoming event and also to share with us some of the things that she's been through throughout this journey in this year. And so we're so excited to have Lakeisha. Sis, we are so glad to to have you so here in the here. studio on the In Her Space podcast. Yes. Thank you so much and welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm yes. excited. Yes, yes. You sent me this flyer, Broken Beautifully Presents All In My Feelings, and I about fell out because <laughs> <laughs> I've been in my feelings. All too. up in the feelings. <laughs> but I can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in my, I'm being honest with the folks. <laughs> I've been in my feelings. Yeah. And... You know, and sometimes it's hard to admit it, mm-hmm. you know, Lakeisha. I'm excited to see what you're doing here with this event. It's all in my feelings, but can I talk about it? And just to let folks know, it's taking place on Saturday, October 12th at the Breakthrough Anointed Ministry. So you're going to tell us a little bit about what this event is about, what got you here, what 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 is what's happening with this? Well, I agree. I've been all in my feelings, okay? <laughs> I've been in my feelings. But I feel like a lot of the times, like once people find out that you're a Christian, you're living for God, I feel like you're not almost allowed to go through things or to allow (laughs) those things to affect you. Like, it's like you're supposed to be like a robot, like, hey, I believe in Jesus. Everything is all right. I'm losing everything left and right, but everything is all right. And that is not the case. So... You mentioned the tornadoes. I was in the whole mix of that. You know, I lost my home. I lost my car. So that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Wow. Because all the feelings that I had been feeling since December, I would even say further back than that. I would say from June of last year. All those feelings came to a boil. And 
just kind of just just popped like all over the place and I really didn't know how to deal with them because in my mind I believe in Jesus I believe in God I believe that whatever I'm going through it's gonna be okay however during that process I'm in my feelings wow (laughs) so while I'm in my feelings what do I do where do I go and me I'm a person I've always kind of shut down like if I'm going through things I really like I told y'all last time when God told me to do Broken Beautiful, I said, I'm not giving these folks my business. That's my personal <laughs> business. So that's something that I have to work on. So to talk about it was hard. But then at the same time, I almost felt like, am I allowed to say, God, I lost my home. I'm wow. sad about that. You know, even though I'm so grateful that I'm safe. I'm so grateful my mom, my mom was in it. I'm glad right. she's safe. My uncle was in it. I'm glad he's safe. But even though we're safe. I am still grieving over the loss of my home, my home that I made, that I decorated, that all my belongings in my safe place. I've lost that. I've lost my vehicle. I'm grateful for my life, but at the same time, I've lost things. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like I was almost afraid to say that, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody kept saying, you should be grateful. You were, sa- you were safe. You could have been right. killed. And I'm like, yes, you're absolutely right. But at the same time, that does not discredit the fact that I've lost things. Right. And then if you think about it, the event in and of itself yeah. is traumatic. So, right. So right. I don't think it's just the material. No. Things. It's the losing. Yes. It's the losing. And then I suffered for a good month of post-traumatic stress wow. disorder because if I heard a loud noise, I was like literally shaking. Wow. It stormed maybe a week after that. Yes. And I could not, I was literally frozen. Frozen. I could not move. Yes. I was so afraid to move. And my mind kept saying, the tornado's going to bust through the window. Oh, wow. Like I was literally afraid. But I was afraid to say those things because I felt like I'm saved. I'm a Christian. And mm. if I say it, then people are going to think I'm questioning God or I'm questioning my faith or I don't have faith or whatever. Mm. So I kept all of that in. Mm. And sometimes I was even afraid to say it out loud because I just felt like I'm not supposed to be feeling this stuff. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I believe in God. I ain't supposed to feel this. Yeah. So this event came about because God had to let me see it's okay to feel these things. You're, it's okay. You're human. Yes. Jesus died on the cross. He was human. He felt betrayal. He felt loss. He felt pain. He was not above human emotions. So if Jesus felt these things, why does the church make us feel like our faith is less than because we acknowledge that we feel these things? It's when you get lost in those emotions that's the problem. When you allow those emotions to control you and to run you and you just stay there. Oh, I'm sad. I lost this. I'm just going to stay here. I'm not going to move. I'm going to complain about it. That's a problem. But to acknowledge that you feel these things that's not a problem and it has to stop being a problem. Like people have to feel safe, like letting the church know about their problems. So that's what this event is to be about. It's not me just getting up talking. It's an open panel discussion. I have two great young men in the church who are going to be able to share their parts too. And that's, and I wanted it to be an open panel so that it's not just me talking I want to hear feedback. I want to hear what other people feel because I feel like it's a lot of people out there that felt like how I felt. Right. I can't talk about it. Wow. And that's not 
it's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not okay. So, And I think um, talking is so therapeutic, yes. too. And, um, you know, there are professionals that do uh, talk therapy, therapists that have talk therapy. Talking it out can do something yes. to you, just being able to just get it out. Right. And instead of letting it all just sit, sit there. Because mm-hmm. then what ends up happening, and I know this personally, it boils up and then, boom, next thing you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm mm-hmm. in this place where... Where do I go? Where do I go? Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. And what do I do with all these emotions all, yes, and these feelings? that's piled up. Do you feel like women have the appropriate spaces to share? And I know you said we as the church are, mm-hmm. have to make sure that those spaces are available. Do you feel right now that women have the appropriate spaces to share their true feelings and, and, and to get healing? In I honestly don't feel that women or men have it. To a certain extent, and this is why, because at first I I originally wanted it to be a four-panel team, two women, two men. And every, I'm a person, whenever I do an event, I pray over it. I pray over whoever is involved because I want to make sure that I'm doing what God wants me to do, that they're right for the event. And so every woman that I came across, I prayed and God said, nope, 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 nope. So I was like, okay, does it need to be just me and these two men? And after, at first I was like, that's going to look weird. Like, <laughs> that's going to be awkward. But then I realized it's going to actually be perfect because I think it's it's a little more hard for men to express their feelings because they're the man. I feel like to a certain extent the church still has that you're a man, don't share your feelings mm-hmm, mentality. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be that way. Like, they expect for the woman to be a little emotional. And I'm not saying that that's okay, but I'm saying they expect that. We're expected to be, want to be all up in our feelings. But where are the spaces for the men? But where are the spaces for the men? Yes. And so it's going to be Minister Christopher Simon Jr. and Brother Prentice Mack. And I felt like with those two young men on the panel, I feel like it's going to allow other men to see okay, these are two men that are active in the church and not just all about church. I mean, they're active in their community. They care about people. So I feel like it's something to be able to draw the young men as well because I don't want it to be just geared towards the women because men can be broken beautifully too, you know? And I feel like this event is to help them understand too, like, yes, you know, you you go through stuff, but it's okay for you to talk about it too. Like Jesus was a whole man out here. Absolutely. So... He, him being a man, he wept, he cried, he went through. So those feelings that you feel, they're valid as well. And it's okay for you to share them, whether you're a bishop, a elder, whatever. It's okay for you to share what you're going through. Now, I just want it to be where it's not a door being closed for people to express themselves, yes. you know, or to be vulnerable. I feel like the church has gotten away from that vulnerable, humane there part. Wow. And I feel like that's what's missing. Everybody is, well, go to, you go to church mm-hmm. or you're going to hell and this and that. And you know what? That's, that's okay. We got it. Right. We get the basic part of it, but you can't, forget the human part of it because that's so important you're so right because even when i think about um john 4 where jesus met the woman at the well Mm -hmm. i think about that and he said those that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth Mm -hmm. but he dealt with her humanity right like he was dealing with some of those issues that she was she wasn't even talking about yes (laughs) like wait a minute this man done told me everything i ever said he done (laughs) 
He done told exactly. me everything. And so we we sometimes I think, like you're saying, we can get so focused on the spiritual mm-hmm. side of mm-hmm. it that we're not seeing that not Jesus was dealing with the yes. human piece too. He was very simultaneously human. at the same time. Like, and because he can do that, yeah. but I don't think we can sometimes. No, That's why we, it's, it gets <laughs> it gets a bit hard, and I mean. That's why we look to him because right. when it does get a bit overwhelming, I mean, we got to go somewhere. Right. But it's that part where we're suppressing that human side. Mm. That's the problem. That's where it gets. That's where it gets. Mm-hmm. So because when you're suppressing that side, you're affecting your spiritual side. Wow. You can't if you can't be open with other people, you feel trapped. And that's how that's how the enemy works. If you don't speak out about what you're going through. It's just you in this box. You. You're not telling nobody about it. You feel utterly alone. And I feel like that's what leads to depression. That's Mm. what eventually leads to suicide. Because you feel like, if I say it, no one's going to understand. No one's going to be able to see. No one's going to help. They're going to judge me. They're going to look at me. It's just me. I'm all alone. Why am I? Why am I here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know it because that's. I've gone through those emotions. It's not me talking about something that I've heard. I've gone through those emotions. I felt utterly alone, even though I'm surrounded by people. I felt like I'm literally alone. No one understands what I'm going through. And when I started talking about these things, sometimes I read posts and I'm like, Lord, this was me, but they're like, you are in my head. And I'm like, what? To God be the glory because I'm talking about me. <laughs> I wouldn't even so talk about you. Right? I'm talking about me. Because we have these connections. If we don't share, we won't know those connections. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard sometimes, you know. Yeah. But unless we share, mm-hmm. then we won't know those right. connections. If we stay in the mm. fear of sharing it, how can we connect with one another? How can we draw other people in? Mm. You know, like, how can we let them see just like there I've seen people who I know the life that they lived before God came into their life, but they allow themselves to get so high up that they forget that part. They forget about mistakes. They forget about all the things that they had to be saved from. And they're passing down their own judgment on other people. But you can't get saved and forget where God brought you from. You have to constantly be in a state of self-checking you. Check yourself. That's one of the things I was talking about. Self-check. Check yourself. <laughs> be honest and check yourself. Oh, yeah. So you got to be honest. And we honest have plenty to check, too. Yes. And, and let me tell you, if you think you don't, God has a good way of showing you. Listen, put and you I'm, flat on your back. <laughs> and let you you let be shimmying like, God, I'm good. <laughs> let me I'm show good. you. Yeah. And then he'll let you see. Mm-hmm. Humble you real quick. Mm. And that's why the Bible tells us to humble ourselves. Mm. Because when God humble you. Oh, he'll humble oh, you Oh, he going to humble you. Everybody going to I know it's it. You talked about the church playing a role and and making sure that people have that path to get connected. I see that you're already doing that. How do you see this event impacting the lives of of those who will show up? My prayer is that they'll walk away from this knowing that they're not alone in the feelings that they're going through and that it's okay. It's okay. Now, of course, I believe in the power of prayer. I believe in the power of discernment, and I believe that you don't need to tell everybody your business, okay? I, that, let me, let me <laughs> hashtag that, okay? You do not need to tell everybody your business. But what this is saying that when I was growing up, we used to have classes. We used to have 
different things where women would come together, men would come together. And when the women came together, you would talk about those issues that you didn't feel comfortable talking about in front of the men, you know, your hygiene and things like that. Just, I think we need to get back to those things. We're so busy. Yeah. We don't even have the time to it's have like that, those It's like everybody is throwing so much things like, let's raise money for this. Let's sing. I'm so tired of singing. It don't even make no sense. Everybody is singing. Where is the word? Where is the basic teaching oh, for wow. people that's coming in? Like, you can't make your way to heaven singing. Your problems are still there after you done sang your whole heart out. Singing is fine. Mm-hmm. But... People need to talk. They need to be able to express themselves. If you come, and I can say this for myself, I've I've gone to concerts, and the song might touch me. Yes, I might cry. But when I leave, I still haven't talked about mm-hmm. it. I still have feelings that I'm going through. Right. I just had a small sense of relief because I was able to kind of cry out. But I'm hoping that they come in and they see and they take it with them when they go to their church mm-hmm. and and talk to their pastors or their first ladies or whomever is involved in that particular part of their church. And they start having the conversation with their members so that they know that they have a safe place. Yes. That regardless of what you come to me with, whether you go directly to your pastor, or if your pastor has an aide or, or if it's just a specific person with that that particular position, you got somebody in the church that's seasoned, yes. not somebody that you just brought in and they said they want to be a member and you putting them over people's lives because you can't put people in positions where they haven't even been seasoned to do it. Right. So somebody that is seasoned that can help them and, and pray for them when needed and is willing to do it, you know, because you got to have a heart for the people. You got to have a heart to serve. And I feel like sometimes everybody is so busy leading that nobody wants to come down a couple notches and just let's have a talk. Let's go drink some coffee and let's have a conversation. Like, let's talk, get to know them, be personable Mm -hmm. with them, not in a, in a disrespectful manner, but letting them know, I don't just care about you being in the pew. I don't just care about the tides that you're bringing in the offering you're bringing in. I care about your soul. I care about your well being. Absolutely. That is something that needs to come back. Yes. That humane part Mm -hmm. is missing in the church. Mm -hmm. It's missing that love, that Mm -hmm. genuine, unshaken, down to the core Mm -hmm. love. And for people, yes, and I think that though, because there are churches and there are, there are leaders that are doing the mm-hmm. work, but they don't always get the spotlight either. That's the <laughs> other thing, and and it will it, it it will be nice to see more of those yes being able to develop and co- and cultivate other leaders yes. to because I've watched leaders in our community who have that spirit mm-hmm. that you're talking about, and it's. Almost, it's a gift. Yeah, they're just gifted with yeah. that. They're able to communicate with people. Mm-hmm. They they know how to build people up. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't just ha- that they are built for that. Yeah, how can they be placed in places where they can cultivate that type of leadership in others? And I think it just it needs to be where the people as a whole need to desire that type because wow. <laughs> I mean the, they the, need that's to. True. I, wow. I believe that. I believe that if. Like you said, there are pastors out there that do that. I can say within my own church, Mm -hmm. 
if I if I desire to a certain extent to talk about certain things, I do have people that I can go to yes. and talk to them about it. But I feel like there's so much division within the body of Christ itself that there's so many different things moving. There's so many different directions it's going in. The Bible says we are one body. We are many members, but we are one body. So if I want to go right, but I'm trying to go left, I'm going to stand in the same place. I ain't going nowhere. No way. All of us as a body of Christ, we as the body of Christ need Period. to come together. That unity, that love needs to be there. And when that unity and love is there, I feel like that is going to set the the platform oh, yeah. for the people to feel comfortable enough to talk about what they're going through. Yeah. Because if you got that, let's just say like your, how many kids you got? Four. Four. You love your kids unconditionally. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They can come to you and talk to you about anything. Yes. Because the base of your feelings for them is your love. Oh, absolutely. And that's what needs to happen. Yes. Not looking at you as a number, not looking at you and saying, you got tattoos, right. you going to hell. Exactly. No, but looking at the person as a soul. Right. And that's one thing that I had to learn myself because I used to be very judgmental. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very, very yeah. judgmental because I was born and raised in a Kojic church. And if you didn't have a long skirt, no makeup on your face, no fingernail polish, you yeah. ain't safe. Oh, yeah. I was very judgmental. But God, you remember Brought what you just said? Bed. Oh, he humbled. He will show us oh, real quick. he humbled. Yes. And I had to look at myself. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that God blessed me to start praying is, Lord, help me to treat everyone as a soul. Yes. Not as a sinner, not as a saint, but as a soul. Absolutely. Because if I think about somebody not making it to heaven, it hurts me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like that feeling, that desire to not want to see anybody lost, not lost out of your church and going to another church, not losing their contribution to building fund, losing their soul, mm-hmm. being lost here and in the life to come because people can be walking around every day mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. So, Losing that their soul, not knowing which direction they go, not having the mental health. Right. That should be important to each of us. Yes. Pastors, pastors, oh, yeah. wives, Absolutely. devotional leaders, drummer. It should be us as a whole. If you see somebody that's been coming to church and all of a sudden they're gone, who calling them? Right. Who's asking them, hey, how you doing? What's going on? And you being okay? okay to get some extra help. Yes. Because it's okay. Yes. And I think, too, a lot of people try to attack a person's faith if they have to step out and get professional help to oh, help them with some of their talk issues. Talk about it. And that's unfortunate because mm-hmm. you may be missing somebody and they may be slipping through the cracks mm-hmm. and we don't even know. Yes. We don't know how severe it is yes. behind closed doors. We don't. We don't go in folks' houses. Right. That, Once and, they leave... <laughs> You don't see them, you don't, until the next gathering. That's the part that, that I mean, like, if you only see each other, I see you on Sunday, are you, is anybody texting me through the week, contacting me through the week, but yet, we updating our Facebook posts every day, six, seven, eight times a day, sharing memes and all that type of stuff. And this is not me saying it, this is something for me as well to do better at, because I will never bring something to the table that I wouldn't try to do better in myself. And I thank God for that. You know what I'm saying? Just like I posted today, 
you know, about the church coming together. But I'm like, I'm not pointing the fingers. I'm saying me too. Right. I, I want to do better in and it too. And that's the growth. That's the growth piece. It's just saying we're all in this we're together. All. We're all trying to yes. get better. All of us got yes. something going on in our lives. Or we all have things that we're overcoming. But we're in this together. Right. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be that. And that's why, you know, I'm sitting there and I was like, you know, people ain't gonna like this. But I thought about. <laughs> I saw the post. I was, like, huh? I was like, they ain't gonna like this. You know, and you know how you look at the numbers. Say you tag forty nine people. It was like forty eight, forty seven, forty six. I said, oh, y'all was removing y'allself from the post. But I, I love you in Jesus' name. But one of the things that I thought about was that scripture where he talked about loving God with all your heart, soul, and mind. But then it said, loving your neighbor as you as love you yourself. Know. And I think about that because when we're going through something, sometimes all we want to do is somebody to say, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. You know, come here, let me get, I'm a hugger. Mm-hmm. Hug me. Like I, and just give me a hug. It was so beautiful. There's, there was a young uh, lady, um, uh, her name is Felicia. I believe she goes to Mount Pisgah Church, but I, she has this love movement going on. Mm-hmm. She's just going, she's downtown just hugging folks. Mm-hmm. I just love that. But what I'm saying when I get to that, especially the times that we're in, oh. considering you, we just mentioned all the things that's taking yes. place in Dayton. Yes. I was sharing with a friend, like, we haven't even had time to process. Oh, it's just back to back. It's like back to back mm-hmm. to back. Where where are we getting that space to really process things and um, being conscious of, I need to take a break. Yeah. I need to say, sis, I need you to pray with me. Mm-hmm. Sis, I need you to, something's going on. Yeah. Something's not right. Something ain't right. Come talk to me. Yes. <laughs> And, like, and we need each other for that. Yeah, we do. We, we, we need, need each other. Each other. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's where I'm like... Let's come together, yes. you know, because we do need need each other. And that's what where this whole thing has been, you know, designed. And I feel you like there was one time I was sitting there and I I was having a whole conversation and I, I just bursted out in tears wow. because it was just like how you I was like, I need a break. I need everybody. Leave me alone just <laughs> for a minute. Just let me process this because it was just a lot. I lost my uncle in December. The tornado happened. The shootings. And then on top of the regular shootings, it's just a too lot. much. It's a lot. You know, it was just too much all happening. And that's where I was just like sitting there. And I remember talking to my uncle about it. And he was like, like, this is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is all these feelings and stuff that you're going through. God is allowing you to go through this for a reason. Wow. You know, he's allowing you to see this stuff for a reason because it was all coming in at once. And I just kept saying, eh, I guess this is my season <laughs> of going through, Lord. Yeah, and that's I'm going yeah. to go through. But then I think about all things work together. That's the promise. All things work together. Romans and 8, 28. Yes. All, all things, things work, together. work together. Yes. And wow. I just, I thought about that, you know, like you said, I've been here before and I pulled up today and I said, I remember last year when I pulled up, I pulled up in a 2001 car. When I pulled up today, that car that was destroyed in the tornado, I pulled up in a 2011 and I looked at that and I said, I was just like, God, I thank you. You know, because I was very much content with Big Red. Yeah, Rest yeah. in peace, Big Red. I was content <laughs> with her. Something. But he had something better, oh. you know, for me. And and I, like I said, I know we go through these things and we're saved and we know God and we know that it's going to get better after right. a while. But it's the process of going That's through those pro- things because not everybody difficult. make it out the process. Man, not everybody make it out. And that's what I want to hopefully change, get us to talk about so everybody can make it to see 
all things work together. Absolutely. All things work together. Right. So. Absolutely. Because even grieving the loss of a loved one, too, mm-hmm. is, is difficult it's to deal lot. with. And it's hard to see the other side mm-hmm. of that when you're in it. Mm-hmm. But for those of us who have gone through that grieving process, there is another side yes. to it. And it's not saying that the grief will go away. Right. It's just saying thing it gets a little easier. Mm-hmm. It takes time. It takes yes. time. Though. Yeah. Because it, it you ain't. have some days. <laughs> you do. Like, yeah. So you do. but it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. It gets- so I I mean Broken Beautifully presents all in my feelings, but I can't talk about it. It's taking place on Saturday, October twelfth at six PM. It's an open panel discussion featuring Minister Christopher Simon and of course our sister Lakeisha Hurd and then Brother Princess Matt. We're hoping it to be a positive uplifting conversation we're not looking for disrespect we are looking for this event to come together in unity because some people want to come to different things or join in debates to debate and to argue and we're not trying to argue we're not trying to debate we are actually trying to come up with the solution and to talk about it you know get people talking go back to their churches and try to get things going so we're having brother Prentice mac He'll be there. Young man, awesome young man, great personality, you know, just a real people person. You look at him, you can't help but smile because he just brings that loving, fun type spirit with him. So he'll be there. And then we'll have Minister Christopher Simon, who's a minister at BAM. Um, He's an awesome young man, very knowledgeable, you know, very personable and just able to just really be able to articulate and talk things out and make you feel like, Okay, let's talk about this. Let's drum up a discussion. So God led me to these two young men to have them on the panel. And I feel like with all of us and everybody coming in with that together, unity, vibe, I feel like it's going to be a very awesome event. Absolutely. So I'm hoping to see a lot of your beautiful faces. Absolutely. For those of you who are listening in, Broken Beautifully presents All In My Feelings, but I can't talk about it. It's going to be Saturday, October 12th at 6 p.m. at Breakthrough Anointing Ministries. Um, we're so glad that you have joined us, Lakeisha. Thank I think you this for is having a phenomenal, me. phenomenal um, discussion that you're having. And it's so necessary and it's so needed. Yes. And especially considering the times that we're in. Yes. It's so needed. So I hope those of you who are in the Dayton area, surrounding area, will come out and, and, and just partake in this. Yes. this. We need this and we, we need, need more of this. Amen. So Amen. this is just the beginning and we're so excited for you and your ministry and what God, God is, is awesome. doing in your life. Yes, I want you to leave. I always end this podcast with you giving a word of encouragement to someone who may be listening in there may be someone who's who's listening, who's struggling, who's gone through some things. They may have lost someone. They may have lost their homes. They're still sitting in hotel rooms. We know that's happening here, yes. right here in the day. Yeah. What would you say to those individuals? I will let them know, regardless of what you lost, it may take some time. But when God finally gives you back what you lost, it's going to be so much better. So much better than you could have even imagined. And you just got to hold on. Just don't give up on God. Don't give up on yourself. Just hold on. Absolutely. Hold on. Hold on. Don't give up. Yes. Amen. He's got you. He is. We're so glad for you. those of you who have listened in. We want you to check out In Her Space. It's www.inherspace.com. So could you also, Lakeisha, could you tell us about your blog mm-hmm. and tell us um, where people can find you? Um, the blog is www.brokenbeautifully.org and it is 
basically each post, whether it be the poems or whether it just be a specific topic, it's about the things that God has brought me through. I'm bearing my soul. I'm bearing some ugly details. But the purpose of this is to let people know that people have gone through the same thing you've gone through and for us to come together and realize that you're not alone. So there's some details that starts in the beginning with how I even came and found my way to God. Um, and I went through some ugly things and I had some down times, but it starts with there is some poetry for those who love poetry is that as well as God has given them to me. So again, that's www.brokenbeautifully.org. www.brokenbeautifully.org. So and also we'll have information on www.inherspace.com. We're so excited. We thank you so much for listening in. In Her Space is listed on Blog Talk Radio. We're also on iTunes. So subscribe today. Uh, we're also listed on SoundCloud, so check us out, www.inherspace.com. And until next time, be blessed.